Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, everybody. Hello, and thanks for joining us. Hello. How's it going? (laughs) It's just mad, actually, right now. It's just mad. It's just crazy. It's kind of getting to the cabin fever fever part of the winter, the pandemic, and and life in general. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I was telling Sarah my cat just vomited all over the place, which I have a pa- I have a special project cat. Like she kind of came to me, kind of like a mystery. Like you don't actually know what, what's what's going on, and uh, so now my whole life—not my whole life, but a fair part of my life—is trying to figure out how to feed the cat and then how to. Make, not anyways. Yeah, I'm a I'm a project kind of person, obviously. Um, <laughs> so everything I, I feel. Yeah. I think you're a crazy type of person. <laughs> I think crazy indeed. I don't know. Do we need more challenges? Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what's going on in my cabin fever version of this winter. Do do we need more evidence that Anna is crazy (laughs) or are the last two years of recording a podcast enough? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And if you need to recall, just go back to the prior episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So how's your how's your part of this winter shaping up for you? Yeah, do you know, I'm still doing okay, and I'm going to cling on to that. I'm kind of. I'm just going to live in this kind of bubbleness of okay things are and oh. and feeling really confident that it's going to be a good year. Oh, I still think it's going to be a good year. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. five thousand. It's just that we're having to get through now. That's that's mm. where I'm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm fi- I'm no, I'm I, feeling it's a little crazy right now. Yeah, I feel it. I feel optimistic. I feel like things are lifting and moving, and and we're starting to get some sort of uh, normality back. I think rules are starting to lift in the um, you know, in the in the in the UK region and mm-hmm. in Jersey. So I can kind of, I can see that things are starting to get, you know, we're starting to come out of the other side of the stuff that we're not mentioning. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, no, I feel, <laughs> I feel okay. I'm still doing my fitness. I'm still doing oh, dry January. Nice. And like, I feel like I'm on it. I'm oh, on it. Man. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. Yeah. Good. And All I'm right. sticking with that. I'm sticking with That's awesome. Okay. There ain't nobody going to break this. No. <laughs> I think the good thing is, is that you're there for the people who are like, optimism, man, that's the only way it gets us mm-hmm. through. And I'm there for the people who are like, got to talk about how real it is. And uh, <laughs> that's how we're going to get through. So, Oh, don't get me wrong. I mean, seriously, like there are still some very real moments in my life. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm just, um, yeah, it's it all is, good. It's on. It's, good. it's one just, step at a yeah. time. Yeah. I can ready. take it. I can take all the realness in my life. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have a nine week <laughs> countdown of, of a particular job like, that I'm doing. I'm, I'm not like, ready yet. I'm, like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> but nine weeks from now, I'll be seeing the world in such a rosy glow. I, I, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. nine weeks from now. Yes. It'll be fabulous. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. good. So right. relationship desk of love. What's what's shaken? Well, I feel like we are going to have a bit of a love episode this week. So I'm going to start you off with some love news from the love desk. Oh, yes. (laughs) All right, let's go. All right. Hmm. So um, by the time this podcast comes out, we will be fast approaching Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. And 
Indeed. Oh, right. That day. Yes. Yeah. That yes. magical 14th of February oh. that somebody decided we're going to celebrate love on that day. I know. Um, yeah. And I guess it was probably started by some marketing campaign as um did you know that blue monday so blue monday was actually a marketing campaign that was sparked by a travel by the travel industry trying to boost travel after um after christmas oh uh, really wait what is blue yes. monday <laughs> do you have you not heard about blue monday yes yeah, see that's the whole point it must be marketing no that didn't get over <laughs> to the side of the pond what's we've got like black friday but not blue monday <laughs> No, so Blue Monday is, is classified as the most depressing day of the year, oh. which is just after Christmas, after New Year, when kind of everybody suddenly realises that they've got no money, everything's rubbish, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So it, it, it is termed as Blue Monday. And, and so you see lots of posts about it. You see lots of like, you know, I'm going to feel positive on Blue Monday, blah, blah, blah. But it was actually started by a marketing campaign. Um, same thing that, you know, Santa Claus being depicted as this, you know, Jolly, rosy, red, yeah. jolly, red-coated um, grandfather type styley was um, actually invented by Coca-Cola. So we have oh, all of these yeah. things that are, That's so right. I'm guessing, I'm guessing, I haven't done the research, but I'm guessing Valentine's Day was sparked by some, oh, actually, I think I do know this. It was something about, oh, I know it, but I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got some connection to um, to boosting flower sales and, um, oh, and roses, I oh, think. Oh, so, nice. Okay. If anybody anyway, knows, they, info at JordyLast.com. Yeah, next time I'll fact check before I come on it. No, um, I love the so, I love the raw man. <laughs> Just winging it back. <laughs> That's what we um, do. So anyway, back to something I do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so love desk news. Right. So um, this year, Asda, who are a UK supermarket chain, are selling an engagement ring for get this one pound. What? <laughs> wait seriously one pound what Uh, made of (laughs) i'm glad you asked Uh, made of um a silver plastic with a fake diamond ring in it what oh my god and not only that it comes in a velvet heart shape box what for a pound for a pound (gasps) now allegedly the pound world actually launched these back in 2019 and now asda have clearly ripped the idea from pound world and launched their own so there was a bit of a um, twitter war going on between um poundland who are also in the uk um who funny enough sell everything for a pound hence yeah. the name poundland um and they so they launched a bit of a twitter campaign against asda saying how they were kind of totally copying them uh-huh. um and they were the original one pound engagement ring so there was lots of <laughs> oh there was lots of discussion and debate online as you can imagine about this so some people saying that's ridiculous it kind of devalues love other people saying you could propose with a haribo ring and if you love somebody mm-hmm. then you'll still accept mm-hmm. so there's this whole kind of i think i think the audience was divided as to whether it was a good thing or not mm. i think it was kind of positioned as a um as a bit of a kind of placeholder ring so if you've come out the back of christmas and you've got no mm. money and but you really desperately wanted to propose then that was a kind of option until you can maybe save up um mm. but i guess it begs the question right like about and you know I could possibly do another um hot topic on this about how much you should actually spend mm. on a ring and if you received a ring that was worth a pound would you still kind of be <laughs> be happy would about that would yes? you would you still say yes does <laughs> yeah. that kind of does that depict the relationship to come or 
should relationships be about money and yeah. financial value? So, yeah. I mean, it opens a whole kind of worms, right? Oh, and starts does. to question some of your own personal values about what's important, where yeah. you lie. It, I mean, it oh could, my god, it could start a whole topic of debate, couldn't it? Oh, we have got to do. Yes, <laughs> I find myself because I, I like at this point in time, I actually don't like diamonds, but I have this sort of like. I love the design of, of diamonds. So I find myself a lot scrolling and shopping. I've never actually bought on a website called I did now I don't or I do now I don't. It's actually a use. It's like a thrift store for, for diamond rings. So it's wow. for people who are selling their rings or perhaps they got engaged and the person said no. Um, yeah, it's actually a great way to get Do you think is there a, a bit of ring. bad fate getting a ring that somebody... <laughs> I mean, so somebody's relationship yeah. didn't quite work out. Is that kind of a fate or is it, does it not matter? I mean, that's right. Like the websites are like, mm-hmm. in fact, I think they've had interviews to say, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I mean, what's interesting <laughs> is like now as a person, like I, I think I, I think it's a, it, it would be a purchase that I would make for myself. I wouldn't actually, cause I, mm. I didn't, I, we didn't get like big big rings were not part of our uh, marriage situation. And I find myself being like, I think I'd probably buy myself a ring. But I hear what you're saying. Like, I think it was, we got to get into this in a hot topic for sure. But like, we do. I, we'll, I feel we'll like, list. yeah, let's put it on the list. Cause like, I feel like if a ring is important to you, then you better get a ring. Cause it is going to stick in your throat for the rest of your relationship. It is kind of important. If it's important to you, it is an important thing to do. It's interesting, isn't it, right? So obviously I've been married before we talked about my podcast. It's uh, it's no secret, it's not hidden. And I've still got my ring, both mm. of them. I've got my engagement ring, I've still got my wedding ring. Mm. And um, more recently I was thinking about getting the engagement ring converted into some other jewellery for my daughter. Oh. And right at the last minute I freaked out and I couldn't <gasps> do it. So even though we're not married, I'm not in love with my ex-husband anymore. I I still kind of love him in a a weird sort of ex-husbandy type way, the father of my children, right? So, but there isn't any kind of emotional connection to that or kind of sentimental connection to the relationship. It's the relationship's been over longer than we're together, I think, or longer than we're married anyway. Um, But I still couldn't do it because it still symbolized something. It still symbolized a time when we were happy and we did have a long time together. And we were, we did have like a good relationship. We had two children. There were lots of good things. And there was something about it. I couldn't, I couldn't have it dismantled and recreated into something else. And I backed out right at the last minute. And it really surprised me that mm. I, that I felt that way, but I did. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And so they do symbolize something, I think. And maybe it's not the kind of monetary value per se, but I guess, I don't know what I struggle with one pound. <laughs> <laughs> Would I, I, would I struggle with plastic? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> would I, I mean, struggle with this? It's not really an heirloom that you can pass on, is it? Do you know what I mean? I mean, uh, the only thing I would say here is that I think it's very appropriate. Like if you were really young and it was really cute, fair, like if you're anything over the age of 22, I think, I think you would start to see that that sort of lack of ability to get your financial shit together is yeah. going to come up in your relationship again. <laughs> Just saying. But that's that's yeah. the thing though, isn't it? It's yeah. that kind of, are you setting the tone for your whole yeah. entire relationship? Is everything going to be on a shoestring? And yeah. is that what you want? Like, because, you know, not to say that money's the be all and end all, but you want 
If you've got a certain idea about how you want your life to be or certain aspirations of the types of things that you want to do, unfortunately, most things cost money, right? Yeah. So... No, I, yeah. I, I completely agree. I, I guess the only thing is, is that I see in a lot of the time, and it, whether in clinical practice or as a coach, probably more in clinical practice, where people are really starting to now suffer and pay the price of a partner who's always skating on the edge of yeah. a plan. And my bias is my dad was like that. He always yeah. leapt for something before he could afford it. And it was always like this drama, like, don't worry, honey, one day. And it felt like like always this Hollywood movie of maybe luck will turn around for them. But what I, you know, what I realize now looking back is that my dad was a guy who was like, he was always aiming higher than he could afford and just mm. hoping that maybe the fates yeah. would align to kind of get him that way. And it just caused absolute chaos all the time. And yeah, and, yeah. and there's the stress factor that goes alongside it. I mean, we all need money. That's just, that's the way yeah. it is, right? That's how society is built. You know, we've moved beyond bartering in most cases. Um, yeah. So we all need a certain amount of money and you need a certain level to be able to function and to, to you know, to live a healthy existence without free from that kind of stress level of wondering when it kind of the next penny is going to come from all the yeah. time. So yeah. I I think it's kind of, you know, if you think about it in that context, does it set a tone? It, you know, if it is just that somebody's kind of having a bit of a kind of, you know, it, maybe not a joke, you wouldn't joke about getting married, but, you know, if it is a kind of placeholder and it's a, you know, I really want to marry and kind of one day in the yeah. next, I don't know how how many years then, you know, maybe you might kind of see it that way. But yeah, yeah. the the audience was definitely divided online, I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> when, when I read some of the comments. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, this is just so rife. Like, oh my, I'm, I'm thrilled about yeah. this because there is you know, when we look back on relationships, we're like, How? we should have known. It's like, this would be a moment where mm. you could probably be like, I think I know how the rest of our relationship is. It yeah. might look like, or yeah. might this be something I need to really look at? It, it, yes, a placeholder, yeah. a promise ring. You know, I really feel my feelings are really going in a direction for mm. you. And I feel like one day I would like to put a ring on it. Um, and this yeah. is something cute that I thought was really yeah. sweet. But you know what? That is not your engagement ring. And I'd mm. love to co-plan that. Or what was your thinking yeah. of what would your ideal engagement look like in broad strokes? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't care. I, I feel like we need to return to this. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's pop it on the list. Pop it on the list. <laughs> totally. All right. Um, should we move to our topic for today then? <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As we are all about love today, um, we are going to talk in the hot topic about what made you fall in love. Yeah. Oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> so, uh, like, oh my gosh, yes. I have so many thoughts. I mean, like, love is such a weird thing, isn't it, right? Like, I mean, we talk about it. People talk about it all the time. When you haven't got love, you want love, you can't understand how to get love. Mm -hmm. um, we can't really explain it. It's not kind of... It isn't something that feels like it's explainable a lot of the time. It's kind of like a feeling, but then, you know, you may say, well, actually, it's more of an action because it's about mm. the things that you do to demonstrate love. It's mm -hmm. it's one thing saying that I feel love, but do I do I feel I am loved? Am I doing things that make my partner feel loved? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like it is. It feels like this kind of mysterious thing. Yeah, yeah. 
and, yeah. and when you haven't got it, it feels really hard when everybody you feel like everybody else is in love and you're not in love. Yeah. <laughs> How did they get love? <laughs> I know. So I think the weird thing is I think that a version of love, which is the one that we probably sort of like Valentine's Day, that whole commercial thing is built mm. on is, um, is kind of like the cocaine where if you don't have it, you want it. Yeah. If you have it, it's probably making you miserable in some way, but you love it. You want, you, you're starting to, it's starting to wear off and you need more. So there's a drug part of love for sure. Yeah. And then there's that, well, quiet that one. chemical, there's that chemical reaction that goes on in the brain, isn't there? It's full on dopamine, man. It's the same high you get when you gamble and have like, I don't know, I don't know steal stuff. Give me some fast living. Yeah. The Toronto police are looking into this pharmacy that just got burgled uh, over the weekend. It's like, what? What were you? I mean, I, you know, what were you looking for? Obviously mm. opiates or something like that. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that kind of love that would make you like bust into a pharmacy. <laughs> but then there's the love that we talked about last week, which was like, you're 80 years old and you've been together. Yes. If you have that luxury of being together in that time for 40, 50 years, that kind yeah. of love, totally different quiet mm. it's a very it's a warm simmer it's like that slow cooker love right that that mm. that stew that's been on the stove for like eight hours yeah it's kind of like that old knowing love isn't it it's kind mm. i mean you you kind of almost think i've reached the secret by that point oh yeah yeah. <laughs> i've reached the thing that ever but i can't explain i can't tell you how to get there mm -hmm. i just know i'm there right Right. Yeah. yeah, it's it is kind of the glint in the eye of of the yeah. uh of the couple at their 75th wedding anniversary. It's that kind of like it's yeah. that Yoda sort of feeling, isn't it? Like I yeah. know everything. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you can't download it, you can't write a book no. about it. Yeah, yeah. It's totally true. Yeah. It yeah. it's funny cuz like I I realize shockingly uh that I have been like <laughs> Sarah always has to remind me of how long I've been married and I I've, I've known my dude <laughs> for like decades now almost two decades uh we've been almost married five years i'm like holy shit like i thought it was two but it's it's actually five and that <laughs> and the married part has come at the tail end of our relationship we've actually we've lived a, many years before actually taking that step but like it's it's astonishing like the things you learn ev like mm. every year like it's astonishing yeah and i'm like shit you give me another like 35 of these whoa i'll be smart <laughs> yeah, exactly. i'll know everything about me exactly. and about him yeah yeah totally yeah yeah Wow. So what would you say made you fall in love? So there were stages, right? Like the very mm. first second I met him, I fell in love with him before I even saw him. Cause I, we were outside of a psychiatric Institute in North India at seven o'clock one morning. And, uh, and we were just meeting up cause I was a medical student. We were going to go and see an outpatient psychiatry program on a big four hour rambling drive with one of the finest psychiatrists I've ever met. And he was a copywriter. He was going to do a documentary film script on this particular mm. program so we met up that one day and I was kind of tired and I sort of heard him speak and I was like who the fuck is this wow because he's got this like incredible voice I'm like oh my god so I actually fell in love with his voice first and then and then I fell in love on this four-hour drive with him this like tortured soul because he was both hungover and heartbroken at the same time uh oh I was just dug that so much I thought it was so 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 sexy uh so that was the infatuation part and then like, and then we've traveled. So, so fast forward 18 years, mm. um, and it's quite different, but, but yeah, weirdly the, the, the thing that actually made me fall in love with him were, were his values. He's a quiet guy. He walks softly upon the earth in many ways. And he still, that's the part that I realized that I saw at the very beginning. And that's still the case, which is cool. 
And oh, we've I feel like I'm in love with him. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I want to love him. And if he's got a great voice, by the way, oh. I think maybe we need to swap out podcast partners. <laughs> I need to leave. He needs to get on here. <laughs> totally. Oh, totally, totally. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a gift that keeps on giving. For sure. Oh, that's lovely. What yeah. a really lovely story. I know. But man, we've tortured each other. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> there's been the breakups. There's been, oh my God, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, yeah. no relationship is smooth. It's the whole point of it, apparently. Yeah. yeah. It's like crossing yeah. the Atlantic. You have your good days and holy shit, you've got your bad days. <laughs> yeah, you hold on. Oh, you just it. hold on. Exactly. <laughs> Brace until the next morning in the clouds yeah. part. Strap yourself in oh. and enjoy the ride. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So how about you? Mm. What was your falling in love? What did you first, what made you fall in love with your man? Well, I don't know. I think he kind of. <laughs> I want to say he was a creeper, but that sounds really bad. <laughs> Record I think he just, and send. <laughs> he, snuck, he snuck up on me, I think, did um, did my man. And... <laughs> and <laughs> like behind sounds... a bush with binoculars into your bed, bedroom window. Like I... There's, there's a film or at least a short series about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, he certainly didn't give up easily, that's for uh -huh. sure, um, which I am eternally grateful for now. Um, you know, now that we are kind of five, six years in, um, I am grateful for that. But um, yeah, I've said kind of before on the podcast, at the start of our relationship, we didn't really... Um, I didn't really want a relationship so I actually met him by the side of the pool um oh. where the kids took swimming lessons oh. um so I'd seen him quite a few times and I remember when I very first saw him kind of at the pool just as you kind of glancing around I wasn't um I was probably even going out with somebody else at that point but um I remember seeing him thinking oh yeah he looks a bit of all right but never kind of nothing else in it. So just, um, and I actually sat on the other side of the pool then because the kids were in a different position swimming. Mm -hmm. So they had the pool all divided up into different sections and different groups were in different parts. Mm -hmm. So I was on the other side of, of the pool next to where the kids were. And then gradually things changed. And then I think my um, my son and his daughter ended up in the same group for swimming which I later found out actually annoyed the hell out of him because my son was a bit of a joker mm. and wanted to mess about and his daughter wanted to swim properly <laughs> oh man <laughs> but anyway that's <clears throat> that's a whole different different story and then so we, I think one day we just kind of got chatting and um I thought it was a bit weird he kept grilling me about my job at the time but like and <laughs> like interviewing you yeah and I was kind uh, of like god he's asking me all these questions it was always on a Sunday morning so I was always slightly jaded from a Saturday night mm -hmm. and I was thinking why is he asking me all this he can't be that interested in telecoms <laughs> which is what I worked in at yeah. the time um but anyway I thought nothing of it and then you know eventually gradually we kind of the conversation went kind of outside of the pool and we, we decided that would just meet up and and um get together so it wasn't really a kind of it wasn't a fall in love kind of scenario um where you go on a kind of hot date or you um, meet somebody you know normally people meet people in pubs or, or whatever and um or through work and other situations so it was a bit of a strange one in that and I wasn't looking for a relationship and was actually adamant I didn't didn't want a relationship but anyway he we kind of carried on chatting and we went out a few times and then it kind of was starting to progress but I said I wasn't interested mm. but we still carried on going out <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I remember I was actually away on a trip I went on a yoga retreat mm. 
and we'd been out a few times and I and I can't even remember what stage we're at in this kind of hazy beginning of relationship <laughs> um but I ironically I told him that I loved him first oh which and it came oh, as, as much of a surprise to me yeah. as it did to him as the words came out of my mouth <laughs> oh I love that part twist like, yeah fuck I think I've just said I love you <laughs> how so where did that come from like what I don't know what kind of feeling I don't Wow, isn't that But the words just came out involuntarily. So they obviously came from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we kind of had this whole kind of discussion after that. And I suppose the the rest is history. But, uh, and I would say equally, the same as you, like our relationship has been through a lot of stages. It's been a lot of, um, you know, we have also caused each other some heartache (laughs) over the years, um, shall we say. And, And we've been through kind of a lot of stages. And I would say now, I'm grateful for those stages. Mm-hmm. Had the time that were shit and horrible and didn't really <laughs> like any of them. Um, cried a lot. Um, oh. You know, stopped eating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of kind yeah. of emotional trauma that you go through. But mm-hmm. but I look back now and I think that we are stronger than we've ever been in our whole entire relationship. And there are things that we know about each other that we wouldn't have known had we not have gone through some of that. Mm. So that I'm I'm grateful and I look back on it with in a weird way kind of like fondness or but also there's a bit of kind of triumph isn't there that you've mm. made it through some of those tough times <gasps> it's like well it must be all right <laughs> I know I know and it, and it gives a certain kind of you, you flex certain kind of muscles don't you around conflict resolution which we talk about on the on the show and it allows you to kind of I suppose just work through some of those things so that yeah you know I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some you know turbulent times ahead so right um but i feel like we're more equipped than we were when we were at the start of the relationship so yeah so so i guess i don't know in terms of what made me fall in love or or when or i think the when part of it i think is kind of there isn't like a fixed point in time there isn't a that was the day um i think it was something that grew over time Mm -hmm. and i think similar to you in terms of value set and I think deep admiration for mm. like for each other and just acknowledgement that mm. we're both like really decent people that kind of mm. share a lot of like share a lot that have like a lot in common and um and just really I suppose just admire each other and yeah wow oh. it's hard to kind of put into it like I really struggle to kind of put it all into words to describe you know going back to that first part of the conversation about it's something that you just know is there like Mm. there's a certain kind of comfort without it being overly comfortable oh yeah yeah because if you get too comfortable then you fall into this kind of um like comfort zone where you're not making an effort so it's not comfortable in the kind of you know with left all airs and graces it's kind of i suppose it's more the kind of trust element i guess yeah, comfortable, but yet maintaining a reverence for it. Like there is something, yeah. there's always going to be something a bit unknown because certainly like there's, there's still aspects and I'll never fully know my partner or I'll never fully know sort of our relationship or whatnot. There'll yeah. always be something around the corner. So I, I, there's a reverence to that. Yeah. I'm not just going to show up to sweatpants with, uh. Yeah. But you, and you're always, a, um, you're always a vision of your own it's your own vision of your partner. It's your own view of them. So I don't think you'll ever know anybody. And I think that goes yeah. for all relationships that we've got, right? Yeah. We're all an illusion. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. as to who we think the other person is. We've create we we create that reality. Yeah. It's not it's not who they are. Yeah, it's our version of them. Oh yes, to- like and I, I like the version that I've created of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great That's version. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so true. <gasps> oh wow. Yes, I like that very much. Weird. So you know what made us fall in love with an illusion? There's something that um that when we had broken up for quite a while, I could never reconcile is that early, early when we were still dating and we were still young mm. in our twenties, we went on this trip to um, Agra, which is the sort of the capital of love of Delhi, which is where the Taj Mahal is and that sort of thing. Mm. And we went to a nearby structure and we tied these little strings around this on this little lattice um, mm. where couples are generally and married couples. We were just lying that we weren't. Um, and we both tied a little string, which is sort yeah. of with a wish. And I remember wishing, I, I hope that we stay together and we, yeah. we are, you know, we, we are lovers forever. And so when we broke up for years, I was like, well, what's what about that string? Like, why didn't we, yeah. why wasn't that manifest fulfilled? So now that, and we found our way back together again, and we're still like, we're now in different countries and, you know, we're still intending to kind of still make it work. But, um, that promise was to myself to be true to the to to keep loving the illusion to keep working towards that impression of of him and and so it wasn't fate that was meant to do something for me it was that I had to do the work because there was something about me tying that that said I want this to make this work so I better damn well work for it and so if that means like yeah yeah that's that commitment right so you make a commitment to a relationship yeah it's like um so they have a similar thing in Paris don't they where you put put the um the locks locks. on the um on the bridge and that's a similar thing so it's that kind of that that wish that that commitment that connection and I do like I heard something the other day that said um um somebody asked their partner do you believe in soulmates and and this couple were there and they'd be married and and he said no I don't and she was like, what? <laughs> um, and he said, I don't believe in soulmates. He said, I believe that soulmates are created mm. because you choose to be somebody's soulmate. You choose to be with them. And I I subscribe to that philosophy as well. I don't totally. think that we are destined to be with a certain person. Mm-mm. I think if you if you both really want a relationship to work, you can make it work. I think you can be committed I think you can learn to um to love all the parts of somebody mm-hmm. um because when we're in a relationship it's there, there are always things that you don't like about your partner there'll be things that annoy you but it's learning to love all of them mm-hmm. including the bits that maybe you know ordinarily you wouldn't have said yes to <laughs> um <laughs> but if you can love all of them you know warts and all as they say then that's that's when you've made love right that's when you've created it but I think you create that I don't think it's something that you because that instant attraction that happens often that fizzles out because Mm -hmm. I mean that is pure illusion right Mm -hmm. because I'm I've fallen in love with this vision of what I think this person is I haven't even got to know them yet you know a lot of it is physical attraction yeah and then and then the rest of it is that fantasy about what I think I can create with this person. Mm. And then when the reality sets in and says, well, actually, you can't create it or mm. it's too much like hard work or it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. That's when we kind of step away. But if we subscribe to the philosophy that love is whatever you want to make it and you can love, you know, 100 percent of the other person, mm. if you focus on the right parts, then we're all capable of it. Mm. Mm. Yep. 
let's all fall in love. Ja, yeah. ja, yeah. nice, okay, cool. Uh, I do, um, on um, Insight Timer, if anybody uses the app called Insight Timer, I do have a, um, a meditation which is called Love Story, which is all about oh. remembering why you, it's a guided meditation that helps you remember why you fell in love with your partner. Yeah. Um, so I will put a link, shameless plug here, I will put a link in the show notes um, yeah. and you can have a listen. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm about to have a conversation with somebody who is really conflicted. They've had an they've had an affair and they're mm. they're they've decided to go back to their partner, but they're just absolutely devastated. Um and mm. part of the work I think that we'll end up doing is starting to say, okay, well, if it is your decision to go back with your partner, um, yeah. how do you sort of reconcile these intense feelings that you've had for a lover? And how do you start to, if you wish, to start to to re-explore that those initial feelings of love that you had for your partner? Let's yeah. dust that off. And so I'm going to recommend your your uh, insight timer meditation. Nice. Yes. Nice. I'll send you a link. Very good. Mm-hmm. Mm. All righty. Well, now that we're feeling suitably loved up, yeah. <laughs> shall we? <laughs> shall we take a question? Yes. Which let's is do it. also on a love theme. Yes, indeed. <laughs> question is my partner never celebrates valentine's day but it's really important to me how can i make them see my point of view and convince them to celebrate valentine's with me aha uh-huh. yes huge 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 yes 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 mm. it's kind of like the plastic engagement ring right like yes. one person's <laughs> like oh this is enough and the other person's like it it hell no is not enough yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So where do you stand on Valentine's celebrations? Oh, are you um, in or out? I'm kind of out, but then mm. there's always like a FOMO. I think I'm out, but then uh, there's like the FOMO. Sometimes when I'm feeling really low, like really super, like mm. catabolic, pity me, victim yeah. mode energy, I'm like, oh, why doesn't my partner like love me enough to treat me on Valentine's mm. Day? Yeah, it's not a big thing, but then kind of it is a thing. It's kind of a reluctant thing, I guess. How yeah. about you guys? Oh, I'm I'm the same. I'm less, I'm less kind of Valentine's-y, more so because it feels too contrived for me. So I don't think that we should be forced to celebrate love on a specific day because somebody said that we should do. I think that you celebrate love. I mean, my, my partner tells me that he loves him all of the time. And his view is that if he doesn't tell me all of the time and something happens, then he would never forgive himself if he thought that I didn't know how much he loved me. Mm. I'm less like that. Like, I just kind of think, well, I love you all of the time. And there are times when I love you a little bit more. And they're the times that I'll tell you. Mm. <laughs> when I think, oh, this feels really lovely, then that's when I'll kind of express it. So I think we're different in terms of um, how we approach expressing love. So that in itself, obviously, kind of is a bit of a challenge. But when, you know, when it comes to to Valentine's Day, I do think it's slightly contrived and we are doing something because society says that we should and they're trying to boost sales of mm. something else. Um, and, and that whole commercialism side of it, I think that when you go out for a Valentine's dinner and... Um, you know, you've got all these couples that never go out mm-hmm. who are then kind of sat around eating dinner, not knowing what to say to each other because yeah. they're just not used to communicating. <laughs> yeah. Like all of that, I just found find really difficult and a little bit awkward. Yeah. Um, so, but 
you know, that said, I'm kind of like you then. But, you know, it's nice to still celebrate love and to mm. say nice things and do nice things for each other. Yeah. But then I guess my kind of rational side then comes back again, full circle <laughs> and says, well, you don't have to do that on one set day. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'm probably more... In terms of this 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 question, I guess I'm more aligned with the person's partner. That's not that bad yeah. celebrating it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But the key is, and we run into this all the time as relationship coaches, is to get to the root of the issue, it's not to figure out what is important to you. It's actually mm. to figure out what's important to the other person. Yeah. And this is, you know, the love languages. I think the love languages in many ways, like it's overdone, it's overhyped or whatever, but this is actually pretty classic for, this may not be your love language, but your partner is telling you that it's theirs. So yeah. because it is not important to you, you're not going to attend to it and you're going to be like, oh, I don't, it's not, you know, but what is the payoff of making it important because it's important to your partner? Just yeah. saying. All right, I'll go for dinner. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're yeah. saying. I get what you're saying. And and I th- there's two parts, I think, to this, or there's two sides to this question. One for me is, you know, this person said it's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Why is it really important to you? What mm-hmm. is it that you are, what is it that you're gaining from celebrating Valentine's? Mm-hmm. What is it that you, what need is that fulfilling in you? Um, and where does that come from would be something I would explore. Mm-hmm. And and equally then the other side of it is then, as you say, kind of if this is important to to one partner then it's about understanding how do I you know how do I give something to them that's important how do I celebrate things in a way that meets their needs and expectations and makes them feel like they're loved and something special so there's there are the the two sides of this I think um and the other part of this question for me is how do I make them see my point of view (laughs) Mm, is this just about Valentine's Day or are there other parts in your relationship Mm. where you feel like your point of view isn't um isn't being heard Mm. Mm -hmm. would be something I would explore yeah yeah and did all this start because you got a plastic ring (laughs) (laughs) right and you were like cool at the time oh yeah it's so romantic but you're like damn that plastic ring yeah the person never my partner never makes an effort and it started with that damn ring yeah a ring for a pound it's it may be too good for (laughs) to be true yeah yeah so so if you're exploring this, you're you've you've got the person, you've got this person, you don't have their partner in front of you. So mm. awesome exploration in terms of like why is it important? Yeah. And then, you know, let's just say that they let's just say that it's not keeping up with the Joneses, that they have really like it really is special. It makes them feel important that their their love languages are gifts and mm. and acts of uh, you know, gestures and so forth. So yeah. um how would you work with them? to help them communicate their needs in a more powerful way so I think one thing I would look at from a kind of coaching perspective is around kind of what would be the three levels of satisfaction that you'd be happy with so you know if we're stood on a podium and we've we've got a gold medal like what does that gold medal look Mm. like so what is your partner doing that says what would he what would he or she need to do on valentine's day in order to reach that gold standard that Mm. kind of you know i'm olympic i've just won a gold (laughs) um what would what would that kind of look like and then you know 
what would silver look like? What would bronze look like? Like go through those three levels of, of expectation mm-hmm. and then I'd work around, okay, how do we get close to that? How do we start to communicate some of those needs? Mm-hmm. How do we have some of those discussions which are about, you know, I suppose influencing the relationship to be able to get either gold, silver, bronze? Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. Yeah. Because there's different ways of celebrating. You know, it's not, we think about kind of, when we think about Valentine's, it's all kind of roses and candlelight and beautiful dinners. And um, by the time you finish the night, you spend quite a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah. But it's maybe not all about that. You know, it could be a a living room carpet picnic. Is that, you know, does that depict love for you in Valentine's? You know, are there any financial constraints here that are... Um, impacting on this decision to celebrate um, Valentine's and I think often we can have a view that we want that things have to be a certain way so it might be that actually the partner's thinking god I can't possibly bring it up because they're going to want gold standard and I can't afford gold standard and therefore it's best just to avoid the situation altogether because then I can't get into trouble. I can't disappoint. We just know this is the rule. We don't do Valentine's. Mm -hmm. But it might be actually that the the other partner doesn't realise, well, actually I'd be happy with, you know, a little kind of bronze prize. Right. So the bronze is actually the distillation of what's truly important. Yeah. Like the gold has all the sort of the the dazzle and so forth around it. But like the bronze probably, like in the bronze is the meat of, I want to feel special, I want to feel loved. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. I think the other thing too is that um, this person asking the question likely has not expressed their needs in a a direct Mm. way. We tend to lay hints. We tend to try to, nothing ever gets done if you hint. Nobody will ever pick it up. You, you gotta yeah, go straight. And I, yeah, and I think some of that is around that kind of. I want them to see see my point of view. That would suggest to me that there's something bigger going on there in terms of that expressing needs or yeah. whether they're being clear or not with what the needs are. Right. There's something about that statement that says to me they don't feel quite there. They don't feel large enough yeah. to be heard or to be seen. Yes, got it. It's never just about Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> The pool is always deeper. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It is indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like for this Valentine's Day, if this is a day that is important in that in, in it being like a symbolic day in that it being observed and mm. that you um, getting to get some of the stuff that you really like, um, it might be a great opportunity to start to number one build awareness and clarity within yourself first and number two Mm. being able to express that in a a much more clear and concise way than you ever have before and you might actually get what you ask for yeah exactly yeah Mm. it's all about love Mm -hmm. all righty yeah well i feel loved up now and um Mm -hmm. maybe i should consider doing something for valentine's day while i've still got time (laughs) (laughs) see there you go ask your partner like what would be a bronze (laughs) <laughs> start with the bronze what would be a bronze uh valentine's day observance for you mm, yeah we, <laughs> no, it's weird isn't it like we've been quite hit and miss over the years about whether we do celebrate or not and mm-hmm. and so because of that that creates even more confusion because it's kind of like oh i can't remember are we do we celebrate are we celebrating what are we normally what's an acceptable level like where are we at what did we do last year did one of us do something the other one did mm. like and i can't even remember as well which is the problem Right. Um, but yeah, it causes a lot of confusion, 
I think. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah it's true. Have firm rules around it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, sure. um, I did also read something from an environmental point of view that horrified me the other day, which is about the tons of air pollution that are caused by shipping shed loads of uh, roses around the globe oh, so that people no can kidding. buy them. So this um, article was encouraging people not to buy red roses for oh. um, for Valentine's because um, they had to travel quite far to yeah. um, to reach the your country of choice. Interesting. Mm. making something handmade or, 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 um, you know, my dude made me a playlist just a, a couple of weeks ago. It was freaking fabulous. The nice. good old, it used to be like a mixtape. Like mixtape. Now it's a Spotify list, although Spotify is in a certain amount of trouble these days, but, um, yeah, it was a, such a winner. It was such mm. a winner. It was so fabulous. Just saying. Nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll steal that idea. Right. <laughs> yes. A sort of a mixtape of the, songs and the moods that have encapsulated your relationship over the years bringing out the old gems Mm. yeah i'm confident that my partner's no longer listening to the podcast which means i can steal this without him realizing he'll be like what an original idea (laughs) yeah beautiful okay (laughs) (laughs) oh well okay well here's to a love-filled um week ahead um for everybody and um i guess we should say if you're single this is an opportunity to show love to yourself oh and to which and actually even if you're in a couple think about (laughs) think about ways how you can be more loving towards yourself as well during this valentine's period and um yeah if you are single then have yourself a little date on valentine's day Mm -hmm. and do everything that you would like and buy yourself some little treats oh gosh do you need a mani-pedi? Do you need yeah. a, a playlist for yourself? Do you need a warm bath? Mm, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. Bring it on. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Well, till next time. Till next time. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.